0: Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. We might go over to Psalm 13. We're we're going to go over at some point. We might go over and read it together. We'll see how this goes. Let's make sure our cell phones are on silent, please. I want us to focus in. God bless you for being here tonight. Good to see those who are back from not feeling well, and then some who were feeling well on Sunday and not feeling well today. So please be praying for them, and uh, I'm sure this will go through quickly. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. I haven't caught it yet, just saying. Because I've been avoiding all of you, that's that's why. Proverbs 3, verse 5. Let's read it all together. Ready? Begin. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. Okay, let's do it. Psalm chapter 13. Psalm chapter 13. We'll read the entire chapter. Six verses. Now, I want you to notice one thing with me. We'll we'll point out more as, as we go through the message. But I want you to notice at first, David is obviously in the midst of great despair. His words are emotional. His mind is perplexed. His eyes are darkened. His enemies are exalted over him. Listen, as he says, How long wilt thou forget me, O Lord? Forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long shall mine enemy be exalted over me? Consider and hear me. O Lord my God, lighten mine eyes lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest mine enemies say I have prevailed against him and those that trouble me rejoice when I am moved. I took a very long walk a couple days ago and it was during that walk, thinking and praying, that this chapter came to mind the four how long questions. And I felt a level of comfort in knowing that David had gone through something similar. And the reason I love David's writing is because he doesn't hold anything back. He, he says what everybody wants to say, but feels bad about saying, I wouldn't feel too comfortable talking to God like that. And yet a man after God's own heart shows that under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, God desires truth in the inward parts. And when I see the emotion of this and the the concern in it, the situation that he's in, I could not help but notice this marked shift Do you notice the distinct shift in the mood of the psalm when David says this, but I have trusted in thy mercy. Before that sentence, sorrow. After that sentence, singing. I have trusted in thy mercy. My heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. I will sing unto the Lord because he hath dealt bountifully with me. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. That's the invitation at the end of the service. Will you trust in the Lord with all of your heart? Father, please let it be so for your Holy Spirit's sake and for Christ's sake. And please let us learn this lesson. Take all the glory for it and save the soul that is nearest hell. Revive any backsliders and please call the prodigals home. We ask this in your name. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. So trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Do we agree that that means trust in the Lord all the way? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Will we agree that that means trust in the Lord all the way? Is that how we could reword it? Okay. Can we also agree that it means trust in the Lord all the time? We could easily say that. So tr- if we can, I'm not trying to rewrite scripture. You know that. Let's, let's put this explanation here without hurting the text. Trust in the Lord all the way and all the time. And that way you can ensure, I said that weird, you can ensure that you will never lean on your own understanding. Simple enough, right? Trust in the Lord all the way, all the time. And never lean on what you think is right. Are we ready for invitation? Easier said than done. Now, there are some times where I have found trusting God easy. Most times, I find it quite difficult. But there is a specific time. There is a specific period of time in a Christian's life. And don't get your hopes up. It's not like it only happens once and then you're done. It is a specific recurring time In a Christian's life where trusting in the Lord is more difficult than any other time. There is a specific time when our trust in the Lord is tested more than any other time in our Christian lives. And this chapter, this psalm, is written about when David faced this specific period of time in his life. And again, I want you to notice that it starts with him in all sorrow and then it ends with him singing. So then we have to say, well, God must have answered his questions. I don't see that. Do you see that in Psalm 13? Well, his enemies must have retreated. I don't see that. Do you see that? Let, okay. Let's read it again. Let's read it again. We say God must have spoken to him, but I don't see that. His eyes must have been lightened in order for him to see what God was trying to teach him. Have you ever asked that? Lord, Just could you tell me the lesson here? Because right now I don't see anything. Lighten mine eyes. And we think, well, he's singing now. He was sorrowing before he's singing now. That light, that light must have come. I don't see that. How long wilt thou forget me, O Lord, forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long shall mine enemy be exalted over me? I'm, I'm looking for the shift. I'm looking for the reason that takes him from sorrow to singing. I haven't found it yet. Consider and hear me, O Lord, my God. Lighten mine eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest mine enemies say I have prevailed against him and those that trouble me rejoice when I am moved. But I have trusted in thy mercy. Okay, so why? My heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. Why? I will sing unto the Lord. Why? He hath dealt very bountifully with me. But where? What brings the distinct shift of mood between the end of verse 4 and the beginning of verse 5. Throughout this psalm, what changes? And what I see is absolutely nothing changes about David's situation. The only thing that changes in this psalm, there's only one thing that I can see that changes in this psalm. The only thing that changes in this psalm is David's outlook on his situation. And his situation is this specific period of time When a Christian's trust is put to the test more than any other time. David is going through this specific period of time when trusting in the Lord is more difficult than ever. And you know what I want to call this specific period of time? Meanwhile. If if we are to trust, if we're going to follow the commandment, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. That's not a suggestion. That's a commandment. If we are going to trust in the Lord with all our heart, all the way, all the time, then there are three periods of time in our lives when we need to trust in the Lord. I'll call period number one, before. We need to trust in him before things go wrong. We need to trust in him when all seems well before the storm. Time period number three when we need to trust him is after. We need to trust him after the storm, when everything comes well again. And if we want to be honest with ourselves, whenever we've looked back at the storms that we've been in, there's always an after. We need to trust him before. We need to trust him after. What's in between? Meanwhile, while everything seems to be going wrong, But if we are going to trust in the Lord with all our hearts, we have to trust him when all seems wrong, just as we trust him when all seems right. We have to trust him meanwhile, just as we trust him before and just as we trust him after. But we gotta be honest, trusting meanwhile is a lot more difficult than trusting before and after we've learned that verse since we were kids trust in the lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding we just speak it out without even giving a thought what does that mean yeah. Gavin you ready come here buddy i was going to give him some coaching but i'm not i'm we're just we're just going for it stand stand right here and face the pulpit okay there you go Perfect. The trust fall. Look, there's a reason I didn't pick Riley or your older brother, okay? I can catch you. Brother Frank, be ready. (laughs) Just just in case this kid doesn't trust me. All right, Gavin, I promise you. I... (laughs) Remember this later, okay? Remember what's happening here later, okay? We're gonna call call it back, because I'm gonna send you back to your shift and I'm gonna call you back here every now and then. But I promise you, I will not let you fall, okay? I will not let you hit the ground. If you fall, I will catch you, I promise you, okay? Now, when does this young man's trust engage? Okay, so hang on, and I would do this, okay? It's easier for me to catch you at that point, all right? While he's standing before, does he need to trust me? I think you could make the argument, yeah, he has to trust that I promised him. But right now, more so, I think he's resting. Hey, this, this isn't an issue, okay? So, all right, Gavin. When you're ready. Okay. All right. What was his natural reaction? All right. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Gavin, I promise you, I will catch you. I will not let you hit the ground. Okay. When you're ready. Okay, hang on, hang on. No, 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 stay down, stay down. All right, does he have to trust me right now? A little bit, but I say he's more resting again. I caught him, I kept my word. Okay, so when does trust engage? When you're ready, before, 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 meanwhile, meanwhile, after. When? Meanwhile. And what I want to show you, you can go back for now. What I want to show you (laughs) is Psalm 13 is not written before. Catch this, catch this, catch this. Psalm 13 is not written before. Psalm 13 is not written after. Psalm 13 is written meanwhile. The words I have trusted in thy mercy were not written before everything went wrong. They were not written after everything got right again. They were written meanwhile, while God's mercy seemed gone. The words, my heart shall rejoice in thy salvation were not written here, and they were not written here. They were written here. They were not written before salvation was needed. And it's not, we're not talking about spiritual salvation. We understand that. Salvation from his trial, not salvation from hell. The words I have, uh, what is it? My heart shall rejoice in Thy salvation were not written before salvation was needed. They were not written after salvation had come. They were written while salvation was very much needed, but had not yet come. The words, I will sing unto my Lord were not written before everything went wrong. They were not written after everything got right again. They were written while things were going bad, while David had no tangible reason to sing. And what I want to find out is what brought David to trust meanwhile, because we're all going to face meanwhiles. And what we need to understand is while some Christians fail to trust before, and they just never even exercise their trust in the Lord, and, and let's let's talk about that. Sometimes just the commandments of the Lord tell you, fall back. Rely on me, fall back, tithe. <laughs> oh. Quit your job and quit your job and answer the call to preach. Now, I have no one behind me, and I don't trust you or you. <laughs> Other times, you're pushed. <clears throat> and you, you just, you have to trust. Other times, you trip yourself. But either way, meanwhile, when, when while some Christians fail here and some Christians fail here, The majority of Christians fail to trust the Lord meanwhile. So the next phase of my message is to show you why. Why do so many Christians fail meanwhile? Why is it so difficult to trust meanwhile? And then the last phase of my message is to show you what caused David to realize that he could still trust God meanwhile. What came to his mind? What thought did he have? And that's when you know I'm done, when I say, here's the thought that he had, or what is the truth that came into his heart? What is the truth that came into his mind that caused him to realize, I can still trust God when I am falling and I do not know when he is going to catch me. And when we reach that point in the message, you are going to have to make a decision. Every single one of you are going to need to make a decision. If the thought that David had is good enough for you. You are going to have to make the decision if the reason why David said, I can trust him meanwhile, is good enough for you. And heads up, it's not easy. It's a mature conclusion to come to. When I read my Bible and I am looking for God to give me some type of Lightning bolt of grace in a trial. Psalm 13 is not the first chapter I'm going to. But it's there. So why? Next phase. Why do the majority of Christians fail to trust God meanwhile? Why is trusting meanwhile so difficult? Well, first off, meanwhile is when God doesn't act the way we think he should. Meanwhile is when God doesn't act the way we think he should. We read in the Bible, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And we know it's true. We think it's true. But see, we don't realize that can never prove to be true unless we go through a meanwhile. We read, I know the thoughts that I think toward you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. We read in the Bible, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. He careth for you. We read the thoughts he thinks toward us are more in number than the sand. We read that he loved us so much. How much? I can't describe it, just say so. I loved you so much. I died for you and I was buried for you and I rose again for you and I sit on the right hand of the throne of God, not bringing glory to myself, but making intercession For you, we read that. But if that is true, why is this happening? That's what goes in our mind. If that is true, why is this happening? Meanwhile is when God seems to forget us. Meanwhile is when God hides his face from us. It was meanwhile when even Jesus asked, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He didn't ask that before the cross. He didn't ask, ask it after. He asked it meanwhile. Meanwhile is when we pray and he doesn't answer. Well, in not answering, he's answering. I don't know if that answer works for you. It doesn't work for me. We have a lot of these sentimental fortune cookie Christian sayings that are not Bible at all. What I read in my Bible is, Lord, be not silent unto me. If you are silent unto me, I am like them that go down into the pit. Am I your child or not? That's what I read in the scriptures. People struggling when they pray and it it seems like your your prayer just kind of Other times it's it's like you hand it up and Jesus' hand picks it up right away. And then other times you... And it just floats right back down. Meanwhile is when we're in danger and he doesn't seem to care. It was meanwhile, it wasn't before the storm. It wasn't after the storm was calmed. It was meanwhile that the disciples said, Master, carest thou not? That we perish, no, it's a dumb question, but we've all asked it. In fact, some of us have asked it recently. And some of us right now are commiserating with the disciples saying, yeah, I've wanted to ask that too. I just didn't have the guts. Carest thou not that we perish, that happened meanwhile. Meanwhile is when we search the scriptures for answers, but none come. And the only word that keeps echoing in our mind is trust. Come on, man, just trust. Trust and obey. Trusting Jesus, that is all. Trusting all the way. Just just trust him. Just trust him. But God, it's difficult to trust you when I'm rowing in a storm that's raging about me and you're sleeping. Can you feel David's anguish as he asks, oh Lord, if you haven't forgotten me, How long are you going to act like you have? And if you haven't forsaken me, then why can't I see your face anymore? How long are you going to hide your face from me? It is difficult to trust meanwhile because meanwhile is when God does not act how we think he should. Here's another one. Meanwhile is when we tend to lean on our own understanding. Come on. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile is when I take counsel in my soul and that has never, ever, ever turned out well. And that's not because I'm dumb. We all are. I love you, but we all are. Never turned out well, but I guarantee you, the next time I go through a meanwhile, my first tendency is not going to be to run to Jesus. My first tendency is going to be to run to the drawing board. Meanwhile is when I have some of the deepest counseling sessions. Not with the Lord. He's not listening. That's what I think. I have the deep, the deepest. Do you under do you understand that there's a level of sarcasm that's going through all of this? Okay. So, meanwhile, when I have some of the deepest counseling sessions, not with him, he's not listening. He's forgotten me. He's hiding his face from me. I pray he doesn't answer. I claim a promise, it doesn't seem to be coming true. So you know what that leaves me? Me. And I have some deep counseling sessions with myself and you would be so proud. I have come up in my meanwhile with some of the most elaborate and cunning and elegant and intricate plans to keep myself from falling and to catch myself before I hit the ground. And I have watched every single one of them shatter. and all I have is sorrow in my heart daily after that. But it is so difficult not to lean on my own understanding meanwhile, because I have to be honest, meanwhile is when God seems to be crawling, but my mind's racing. This is the pace I need, I need, want. And I keep looking back, where's God? Where's God? Meanwhile is when God seems to be fine, but I'm worrying. God seems to be doing nothing, but I'm planning. God seems not to be answering, but I'm asking and I'm scheming of how I'm going to break my fall. Meanwhile is when God is saying, fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Meanwhile is when I am trying to climb the mountain to the right or try to climb the mountain to the left or swim the Red Sea that's in front of me, or surrender to the enemy just to get myself out of trouble. And he's telling me, just stay still. Don't be afraid. And watch. I can walk by faith. It's hard to watch by faith. It was meanwhile, when Abraham and Sarah took counsel in their soul, and Ishmael was conceived. Sorrow. It was meanwhile when Saul took counsel in his soul and offered a sacrifice without saying presumption. Sorrow. It was meanwhile when Jacob took counsel in his own soul, tricked his brother and father. Sorrow. What he told Pharaoh, few and evil have the days of the years of my pilgrimage been. It was meanwhile when David thought it would be a good idea to join the Philistines. It was meanwhile when Elijah thought it would be a good idea to attempt suicide by prayer. It was meanwhile when Jeremiah thought it would be a good idea to quit. But meanwhile is when God seems so silent, so we start speaking when we should be trusting. It's meanwhile when God seems so still, so we start moving when we should be trusting. Are you one of those people you're like me? Where if, if, I'm, if the restaurant is two blocks down and there's a red light here and a red light here and I know there's a way around and I get stuck at this red light, I would rather turn and go the long way just to keep moving than to get stuck at two, possibly two red lights. It's a straighter line. It's a smarter line. And if I would just be patient, and you know what I would find out probably 90% of the time, if I just would have waited, I would have gotten there sooner. But I don't like staying still. And God knows that. The, the hardest parts of my life is when he just shush, 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 shush you, and you stay there until I call you. It's meanwhile when God seems so indifferent, so we start scheming. Somebody needs to care about this. We start scheming when we should be trusting. Now we know, we know, look back, has God ever let you hit the ground? Ever. But we're still falling. And we're getting closer every day. We know he's promised to catch us. Has he not? I can't think of chapter and verse that says, I shall catch you when you fall. But I can give you chapters and verses of, I will take care of you. But he hasn't caught us yet. So what harm? What harm would come in us thinking of a way to catch ourselves just in case he fails us? Isn't thinking of how to save myself a better use of my time? than just sitting here falling and waiting for him to do something? We can do that if we wish. But we will have nothing but sorrow except the Lord build the house. Labor all you want. And except the Lord keep the city, watch over it all you want. It is vain for you to wake up early and sit up late to eat the bread of sorrows. That's all you're going to do. But it's difficult when you're falling and God's not catching. Right? Right, Gavin? He was falling and here's what he thought. He'll catch me here. But I didn't. And this is all happening real quick, right? But he thought, he'll catch me here. I didn't. Surely he'll catch me here. I didn't. Surely he'll catch me here. I didn't. And you know what every nerve in his body said to do? Catch yourself. And it is difficult when you are falling and you say surely by next week, this will be done. Okay, maybe next week. Surely by next year, right? And then every nerve in your brain Says, you're just going to have to catch yourself, or this is going to hurt. Trusting God, meanwhile, is difficult. It goes completely against our reflexes, completely against it. And here's, here's, here's another thing. Gavin, what happened when I looked at you and I said, "I prom-, that's all I said was, I promise you. And what did all of you do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now that's because you're thinking, is Pastor Abel? <laughs> and I proved to you I could. So now I'm, I'm. It's not. It's it's a pretty big stretch. But here, here's another thing that makes trusting. Meanwhile, so difficult. Meanwhile is when the enemy won't be quiet. Meanwhile is when the enemy won't stop talking. And when God says, I promise you, <laughs> sure. Now I'm not saying you're a horrible people. <laughs> but if the conviction is there, don't fight it. Look in verse two, the end of it. How long shall mine enemy be exalted over me? Consider and hear me, O Lord, my God. Lighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest mine enemy say I have prevailed against him and those that trouble me rejoice when I am moved. The enemy always barks. But meanwhile is when they bark the loudest. The enemy is always recruiting. But meanwhile is when people that I never expected to join the enemy barking, join the enemy and start barking. You? When when your meanwhile is happening and you look over and you see a friend barking at you, you see a family member barking at you, it was meanwhile when Job's friends became his most miserable comforters and physicians of no value. It was meanwhile when Jesus' Jesus's three most trusted disciples fell asleep when, they needed, when he needed them the most. It was meanwhile when one of his, one of his dear friends, we, we always think, oh, Judas was just this black sheep outcast and nobody liked him anyway. When Judas came, Jesus said, friend, where have you been? It was meanwhile when one of his dearest friends betrayed him. There's a reason why Jesus wept when he said, one of you is going to betray me. If Judas was the black sheep, everybody expected him. He wouldn't have hurt him at all. If it was my enemy, I could have borne it. It was meanwhile when his own people, the same people who had just a week before cried, Hosanna are now crying, crucify him. It was meanwhile when Shimei came to David and cursed him. It was meanwhile when Rabshakeh came around Jerusalem and shook the city with his words. It was meanwhile when Jezebel wrote her death threat letter. It was meanwhile when Satan tempted Jesus. Satan is always chirping, isn't he? Always chirping, always reminding you, always tugging at you like an annoying little kid just to remind you that he's there. Maybe the hedge is there and he can't take you out, but I just want to remind you every now and then. He's always chirping. He's always nagging. He's always trash talking. You ever play sports and there was that trash talker? You know what you call that person in in hockey? A rat, right? Call him a rat. Satan's a little rat. Always chirping, always nagging, always trash talking. But meanwhile is when he'll never be quiet because he knows that meanwhile is when you are going to be the most prone to stop trusting. Meanwhile is, when the, meanwhile is when the discouraging texts and calls come in. Meanwhile is when cutting words are heard. Meanwhile is when piercing looks are given. Meanwhile is when hurtful thoughts won't stop in your mind. You, you had better... Please listen. Whenever God seems like he's not around, Satan will be sure he is. When God is the quietest, Satan is the loudest. He'll get right in your ear. He's not going to catch you. Why would he catch somebody like you? So we, we say, well, because he promised. I know he says he keeps his promises, but you're the one who keeps breaking yours. He's quiet because he's angry with you. He's turned his face because you don't deserve his smiles. Just quit now, catch yourself, figure it out. Better yet, join us. You're not leaving him, he left you. Now we know it's not true, don't we? We know it's not true, we know Satan's a liar, but meanwhile, it's difficult not to ask, Lord, if this isn't true, how long are you going to let him talk to me like this? If it's not true, how long are you going to let him talk against you like this? And how long will he speak to me and you won't? And how long will he remember me and you won't? And how long will I see his face but I can't see yours? And that's, Another aspect of what makes meanwhile so difficult. Meanwhile seems like it lasts forever. How long will thou forget me, O Lord? Forever? God asked Jeremiah, can a woman forget her child? Yea, she may forget, but I will not forget thee. Lord, then what's taking you so long? If you never forget me, why don't you answer me? And why don't you answer me now? If you're going to answer me someday, why don't you just answer me now? And if you love me, then why aren't you smiling on me now? And if you care for me, you see that I'm falling. Why haven't you caught me yet? And if you died and you rose for me, why won't you speak to me? And if you're praying for me constantly, why is my meanwhile still going on? If you're going to catch me, why not just catch me now? And if you're going to help me, why don't you just help me now? And if you're going to deliver me from my enemies, why not? Can you just quiet them now? Now, in order to answer that question, we have to ask ourselves this question. Do you really trust him? Do you really trust that he is who he says he is? Do you really trust that he means it when he said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And I know the thoughts that I think toward you, thoughts of peace and not of evil. And I care for you. Do you really trust That he means what he says. When he says, I died for you. And I was buried for you. And I rose again for you. And I constantly make intercession for you. Do we trust him with all our hearts? Then let's prove it. If we trust him with all our hearts... Let's prove it. And the best time to prove your trust is when? Here? Here? Or here? If we want to test our students in the academy, if we want to see just how strong your knowledge is, we give you a test. And the harder the test, and if you pass the test, that proves how strong your knowledge is. The harder the test, the more opportunity you have to prove just how strong your knowledge is. The greater your adversity, the greater your opportunity to show just how much you trust him. If we're going to prove that we trust him, we don't prove it before. And we don't prove it after we prove it meanwhile. Standing before the test, that's resting. Okay? The catching after the test, that's resting. You want to show your trust? That's when you're falling. Rest is before and after. Trust is meanwhile. When those disciples were caught in the storm. They were given a tremendous opportunity to show just how much they trusted the Lord because Jesus said, we're going over. We're going over. The enemy and the counsel in their soul said, we're going under. And they trusted in the enemy and in the counsel of their soul more. And so Jesus had to say, oh, ye of little faith. Standing on the uh, the shore before the storm is rest. Standing on the other side after the storm is rest. Trust is sailing in the storm, knowing you are just as safe as you would be standing on the shore. Trust is feeling like God has forgotten you. Trust is losing the sight of his face. Trust is searching for your own way out and finding out it's not working. Trust is hearing your enemy taunt you and seeing everything going wrong and yet still saying, I have trusted in your mercy. Still saying, meanwhile, I have trusted in thy mercy. My heart shall rejoice in thy salvation, I will sing unto the Lord." So why, why? Last phase, what caused David to understand that he was able to trust the Lord meanwhile? What was it? Where did his song come from? Did morning break over his night of affliction? Did his enemies die? Did his enemies retreat? Did he finally hear God's voice? Did his circumstances finally get better? No. Nothing in his situation had changed. Then why sing, David? Here's his answer. Because he hath dealt bountifully with me. What tense is that? Past, present, future. He hath dealt bountifully with me. I love this. David said, when I look up, I don't see him. And when I look in, I see only sorrow. And when I look around, my enemies are everywhere. And when I look down, the grave's about to swallow me up. But when I look back, I see just how good he's been to me. He sought me though I was nothing. And he loved me though I was unlovely. And he saved me though I was unclean. And he crowned me though I was unlikely. And he led me though I was unyielding. And he used me though I was unable. And he blessed me though I was unworthy. And he always has. So my heart shall rejoice. My heart, my mouth will sing. Nothing changes in this psalm except David's outlook on his meanwhile. And what brought that change in his outlook? What thought was it? What truth was it? Here's all it is. Even though my situation has not changed, my God hasn't changed either. Yeah. Meanwhile is when your hope despairs because your situation has not changed. But meanwhile is when your despair can hope because your God has not changed either. The question is do you really trust him? Is his promise enough when his presence is absent? You know what faith is when God's word is enough? Is his promise enough? Now, in order to answer that question, we have to ask, is he trustworthy? Now, Gavin, you had to ask yourself that question when I brought you up here. Is he trustworthy? Well, when we ask that about God, you tell me, is he trustworthy? He's the same God that sought you when you were nothing and loved you when you were unlovely and saved you when you were unworthy and unclean, crowned you when you were unlikely, led you though you were unyielding, used you though you were unable. Guys, we can trust him meanwhile. The greater your adversity, the greater your opportunity to show your trust in God. And the longer you trust him, meanwhile, the stronger your trust will be after. So here's the invitation. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. How many Christians in this place, how many church members in this place about to go into a project that is going to cause a very long meanwhile. And you're raising children, that's its own meanwhile. Or you're dealing with family, that's its own meanwhile. You're dealing with finances, that's another meanwhile. How many Christians in here will tell him tonight, Lord, I trusted you before the storm. I will trust you meanwhile no matter how long it takes for you to catch me. And if that's you, if that's your decision, come forward and tell him, I will trust you. Meanwhile, Thank you for listening to our audio preaching podcast. For more information about our ministries, or if you would like to get in contact with us, please visit our website at heritagebaptistcctx.org. May God bless you as you go forward with the gospel this week.